This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Today is a day that I hoped would not happen the way it's about to happen, the way it is happening right now. Nearly 30 million Americans, over 30 million Americans now, have already filed for unemployment. And today, the rent is due. Over 30 million Americans have lost their jobs without any real income. Many have not even received their unemployment benefits. And almost two months ago, only one $1,200 check was sent. And today, the rent is due. All over this country, people are starting what they call a rent strike. In essence, saying, listen, I can't pay my rent. So I am telling you up front that I won't be paying it. And we need immediate relief. States haven't done enough. The federal government hasn't done enough. People are hurting. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King. And you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. The the, the, Breakdown. I received a powerful, painful video from a brave woman named Patricia Mendoza. And I want to share the audio from the video that she sent me. Patricia describes herself as a single as a single mother of two that has always worked hard to pay her rent on time and to keep food on the table. She lives in Imperial Beach, California, and recently lost her job working for a non-emergency medical transport company as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. I want to play the video from her, and then I want to come back and break it down. Hi, my name is Patricia Mendoza. I live in the city of Imperial Beach. I've lived here for over three years. I'm a single mother of two that has always worked hard to pay my rent on time and keep food on the table. Last year, I even worked on Christmas Eve. I worked for a non-emergency medical transport company and lost my job due to COVID-19. It's already extremely hard enough because we live paycheck to paycheck. And recently, we've, we've been going to food drives and food donations. I was not able to pay my rent in April. I feel very stressed, worried, and at times scared. I'm striking on May 1st because I have no income to pay my rent. And I know many others are struggling just like me. This is why I'm asking Governor Newsom to please cancel the rent and mortgage payments. Because how are we supposed to afford a multi-month rent bill at the end of this crisis, if we have no income. Thank you. What are people supposed to do? If you don't have any income, you've lost your job, the rent is due, and in some states, people are saying, hey, we are stopping evictions. 
But all they're doing during this process of stopping evictions is allowing the rent to accrue so that the end of at the end of the eviction process, instead of owing one month of rent or your current rent, you may owe two months, three months, four months right then and there. In fact, that's even what we are experiencing in New York in one of the most liberal progressive cities in the country where so many New Yorkers have lost their jobs, are not able to pay their high rent. Even in our office for the North Star and the breakdown where our studio is, we're not able to go into our office and our rent is just accruing month after month after month. And we're trying to figure out exactly how are we supposed to handle this? We are not deemed essential employees. We are not healthcare workers or grocery store workers. So we're not even able to go to our office. We have people like this, not just in offices, but in businesses and in their homes all over the country. And today, which is May the 1st, Patricia is joining together with thousands of Californians all over the state in a rent strike, demanding that Governor Gavin Newsom forgive rent and mortgage payments for the duration of the crisis. And I know that's not easy. I understand that those costs are real. But what are people supposed to do? The rent strike is organized by the Alliance of Californians for Community Empowerment. They already have almost 10,000 pledges from tenants all over the state who are also going to strike. Now, while most people are striking because they can't afford to pay, some are planning to also withhold their rent as an act of solidarity. And for more information, you can go to their website right now, rentstrikemovement.org, and just check it out. And I want you to understand what everyday people are really up against right now. And again, we've said this over and over and over again, how little both Democrats and Republicans on the federal level and the state level have actually done to ease the real pain of people who've lost their jobs and cannot pay their bills. Renters all over the country, from California to Pennsylvania to New York, are all planning similar actions today to protect the rights of renters and homeowners during this pandemic because people are struggling in states like California. And I lived in California for years. People are struggling to find affordable housing, and they were in that crisis long before the coronavirus. The median price for a house in California is more than twice the national level. But when the federal government sent out a check for $1,200, it didn't consider the fact that if you live in Idaho, your rent is going to be altogether different than if you live in Southern California or if you live in Manhattan. And so what we understand is that one and a half million people all over the country spend, and I need you to understand this, more than half of their income on rent. And 1.3 million renters, I'm talking about people who still pay market rent, live at or below the poverty line. Over just the last six weeks, California's unemployment rate jumped 1.4 percentage points to 5.3%. That's the largest unemployment increase in state history. So people are hurting. Everyday people are hurting all over the state. And these trends confirm that the United States is in the thralls of a catastrophic unemployment crisis where on top 
of the millions who are already unemployed, we now have at least 30 million more unemployed people. And we are now almost right at the brink of crossing the number of unemployed people that we saw during the Great Depression. We have not seen anything like this in our lifetime. We are on the verge of a housing meltdown in California, the likes of which we've never seen. And many other states, including my home state of New York, are experiencing similar situations. It's painful. What's going to happen? If we don't respond, if our governments, if our local, state, and federal governments do not respond in a way that's big enough for the actual crisis, is we're going to end up with millions and millions of families who end up homeless. That's exactly what's going to happen. And now more than ever, to protect the safety of all of us, it's imperative that we ensure that everyone has, has affordable housing where they live and can shelter in place. As we're trying to stop the spread of the coronavirus pandemic, we don't need any new homeless people. And the good news is that Congresswoman Ilhan Omar she said recently about her own bill to cancel rent at the federal level is that this solution, it's not just necessary, it's popular. A national poll recently conducted by Data for Progress found that 55% of all voters, including 42% of Republicans, support a policy that would suspend mortgage payments, cancel rent payments, and not require renters to pay that rent that's accumulated during the pandemic. In California, another report that came out from our friends at the Justice Collaborative Institute shows that California voters across party lines offer even stronger support. And it's over 74% of voters, including 65% of Republicans, would support what's called a suspend and forgive rent program under which the state, not the renter, is going to compensate landlords for their lost rental income and Californians expressed even greater support for a suspend and forgive mortgage program, where damn near 80% of everybody in California says, yes, we need help right away. And I know what some of you might be thinking. This sounds great, but how do we pay for it? Well, there's a, pro- a proposal to pay for this very thing called 1% from the 1%. The idea is that if you happen to be sheltering in place in a mansion, then you can afford to contribute a little more to make sure that people don't lose the roof over their head in the middle of a pandemic. You get to keep your mansion, but you have to give a little more to keep yourself and everybody else safe. It's called a mansion tax. It's already been enacted in places like New York. The mansion tax is a temporary tax on existing single-family owner-occupied homes of the highest property values, and we use that revenue exclusively for rental assistance. California has experienced a dramatic increase in the wealth gap over this past decade. And what we see is the families at the top 10th of the income distribution now have more than 12 times the income of families in the bottom 10th. And a mansion tax on the top 1% would provide desperately needed relief to homeowners and renters, as well as residential landlords, many of whom rely on rent payments to meet their own financial obligations. We can do this and pay for it. And remember, 
keeping people housed and safe during this crisis benefits everybody by slowing the overall rate of transmission. And the sooner we get that under full control, the sooner we can start reclaiming our lives. Do you hear me? Governor Newsom, who I know and respect, has taken some steps in the right direction, but they don't go nearly, they don't go far enough, nearly far enough to protect renters and homeowners. On March 27th, just this past week, Governor Newsom issued an executive order for a statewide moratorium on evictions until the end of May. And I'm glad that there are going to be no evictions. That's good news. But there are two major problems with the order. First, the order only lasts 60 days, which is not long enough. The governor should at least extend that order for as long as the crisis continues. And second, the order doesn't really solve the problem. It only kicks the ball down the field. It only delays it. The order mandates that people are still going to have to pay all of their missed payments and still face eviction as soon as the order is lifted. However, as Patricia Mendoza said in the video that she sent me, someone who can't afford rent today is not going to be able to afford multiple months of payment when the bills come due. And it creates a volatile situation where extremely low-income people are going to just build up debt that they can't pay off in the form of back rent. And Michael McKee has been talking about that. He's the executive director of the Tenant Pack, and he explained it, that all that's going to happen is poor people are going to build up an impossible amount of crisis debt that comes due and forces them into eviction and homelessness. And at a time when nearly half the country is now saying it's not going to be able to afford to pay their rent today. And in the midst of a worldwide pandemic, it's essential, listen to me, that we do more to ensure that everybody has housing and no one loses their housing due to this crisis. The current housing proposals in California are focused on temporary relief. Almost nationwide, that's all we're seeing is temporary relief that's just delaying the problem. And Californians and Americans all over the country agree that we need to suspend and forgive rent and mortgage payments for all of our sake. And it's time that we step up and get this done. Listen, I'm going to tell you one more time uh, of a couple websites that you can go to. Particularly, I want you to go to rentstrikemovement.org. And I just want you to begin understanding what people are up against. All right. I want to close today with one more action step. Yesterday, tens of thousands of you went to runwithmod.com. Runwithmod.com. That's runwithmaud.com and signed our petition as we are demanding justice for the family of Ahmad Aubrey, who was shot and killed by two white supremacists in Brunswick, Georgia. There's also a phone number that we need you to call today, right now. Call 770-800-0689. That's 770-800-0689. 770-800-0689. And when you call that number, it's going to be my voice on the line 
talking you through exactly the facts of the case, the details of the case, and letting you know what you can say to people in power. And we're going to transfer you directly to them. Okay, so fill out the petition, sign the petition to join our action team, and go now, save this number in your phone, and call all day long, 770-800-0689. All right, we are pushing for justice. If you want to learn more about the case, you can go to runwithmod.com, sign the petition, and make the phone calls today. Break it down. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details.